Blog Talk Radio. Command, and I am back. Wow, what a day. I've been rushing around today. Didn't think I was going to get back in time. Asked Spirit, what are we going to talk about? And they went back to this topic we started on Monday, which is manifesting your dreams or creating your dreams. So that's what we're going to talk about. Dreams, goals, wishes, you know, whatever that is in your life. We're going to, we're going to talk about that because manifesting, getting what you want, is, it's a common theme for most people. It's a common thing. So I'm going to have a couple articles on that. I also have an article on food. Now, as you may know by now, if you've listened to my show a few times, I'm, I'm into helping people with mind, body, and spirit balancing, okay? Balancing your spirituality, raising your vibration, getting you closer to source energy, okay? Mind, I guess, would be more or less slowing you down, relaxing you, getting you into a place of where you can manifest, getting rid of the craziness that we all do in our lives. You know, what is what is blocking you? What is the mental stuff? When we talk about the mind, we talk about your behaviors, we talk about your belief systems, all of that, bringing it into balance. So they're all focusing on the same direction of living the life that you wanted to live. For the life you wanted to create. Now, body, as many of you may know, I'm kind of fully into living a plant-based diet. Now, I won't go into a huge explanation on what that means, but it's really eating healthy. So I try to bring in an article or two every time about healthy eating. Just a little thoughts on healthy eating, okay? So that's today's. Today's article is really kind of about um, eating slower, working with your digestive system and the advantages of that and why you should do it. So that's what we're going to talk about. So that's that's a lot. That's not the main, main thing. And the main thing is really about manifesting. But I really wanted to talk to dead people, your ancestors. That's why Spirit brought it up today was let's talk to your ancestors about what you want to manifest in your life. Now, I'll take callers, of course. Is this is a topic that most people are concerned about is creating something new in their life, creating their dreams and whatever their dreams are, making them reality. Okay, so I have a couple articles that are kind of interrelated, they're close, but there's slight differences in the two articles. I started on this topic on Monday, and so it's kind of a carryover. So I didn't really get to go through one of the articles I had on Monday, so I'm going to do that, plus another article that I thought would be rather interesting on the same topic. But first, before I do any of that, unless I have a caller or two that wants to talk to me and pop in, but I'll let my spirit guides talk to you because I have some ideas on manifesting, and I want them to talk to you. One thing they started to talk about, which I think they're going to talk about, I don't know, because they always change topics on me in the middle of the discussion, right? I always say, they're going to talk about this, and they go off at a different tangent. But they were mentioning something about each person is different in how they go about manifesting. Because the basic principles work for everybody, but there's certain things that work better for some people or another 
in manifesting. So that's what they wanted to talk about and some general ideas on what is, what's the most important thing in manifesting whatever you want or creating your dreams or whatever you call it. So I'll let them talk to you. So I'm going to go away let my spirit guides, the spirit group Sarah, which is a group of non-physical entities. And they're going to speak to you as one voice on this particular topic. So let me let me bring them in and I'll go away. Your culture, especially the Western culture, not so much the Eastern culture, and, but this is kind of trickled into all societies, is this idea of the law of attraction or the principles of manifesting or creating what you want in your life or being in conjunction with spirit and source and God and making everything happen in your life. All good. It really is good. We agree. We 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 but you get in your own way. You really do get in your own way. To to comment a little bit about what George was talking about, we kind of whispered in his ear a little bit was this idea that people are different. Well, certain things work better for others. Some people are visual, some are auditory, some are kinesthetic, some may need to have a feeling about what what it is that they want and have a really strong feeling about it and get into their feelings. Some people are, are more about visuals, so they need to visualize what they want. They need to have a clear picture of what they want. You know, that's why people have vision boards. Vision boards don't always work for everybody because if you're not a visual person, you, you don't connect at that level, okay? It's hard to manifest based on a visual representation of what you want, and it gets confusing to some people. Well, I got a vision board, and it doesn't seem to work for me. Well, maybe you're auditory. Maybe you need to meditate and chant on it and speak about it and, and talk to spirit about it and put it out there verbally to the universe. And that works for you. And just to talk about what you want and and to create or even to write about it. See, that's a little different. See, writing is very similar to the auditory because you're you have this expression through and that's kinesthetic and auditory if you think about writing so some people need to write about what they want and, and write it out journal on it and put it out there now let's 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 talk about just real briefly for a few minutes what we think is one of the key elements where we see most people fail that don't get what they want most people fail at this one particular thing and you would say that you're, the thing that you do is you obsess on it. You obsess on what you want. You get so emotionally wrapped up in this dream and what you want, and you put this obsessive emotion on it. You just don't let it go. So we, we've talked about this in the past. And this is important. Now, there's some slight variations on this, but let, let's cover the main area here of letting it go and creating space for it, creating an energy space, a high vibrational space for whatever you want in your life. So that means you don't obsess on it. You don't start talking to everybody about it. You don't call everybody about it. You don't call every psychic in town asking, when's this going to happen? Is it going to happen? How is it going to happen? You create space. 
And by creating space, you create a trust that there's a higher power, spirit, God, source, that will manifest it for you. So create this energy, create this space, let it go. Okay, now how does that tie in with visualization and writing about it? We would say to you, it's, this is this can be a bit confusing. Well, I've, I've let it go and I've driven it space and I've walked away from it and I'm not thinking about it all the time. But you can still see it. You can still feel it. You can live as if it's already there. Now, that's one of the points George is going to cover today. But it's you, you live as if you already have it. You've created a space for it in your life. You've created the atmosphere for it in your life. If it's money, you've created um, a wish list of what you're going to do with your money. You know what you're going to do. You've written it down your your wish list with this extra money and what you're going to do with it and how you want to purchase it. You're not asking. You're not obsessing on it. You're just writing it out. This is what I want. You put the list away. Okay. If it's a relationship, you create space in your life for the relationship. You allow time for it. You you open up yourself. Now, a lot of you don't like to create time. Don't like to stay busy all the time. You Oh, I just can't have empty time. I can't have empty space. Well, that's that's the flexibility part. Don't be so rigid in your schedules. <clears throat> so if a relationship comes into your life, you're not so fixated with all your plans that you've made and all the things that you're going to do that you don't allow time for this new individual in your life. So you have to create that time space for it that energy space where you can be flexible, the things that you're doing. Well, I can do that or not do that. I'm open. You know, I'm going to allow this to happen in my life. Same thing with money. I'm going to allow it to happen in my life. I'm going to be open to the space. I'm going to write out a list. I'm just going to put the list away. This is what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to visualize it. I'm going to visualize that trip I'm going to go on. I'm visualizing writing those bills and paying them all off. But you don't have to constantly do it. You don't have to constantly revise your list or revise your visualization. Just put it out there and go about your day. Just let it go. Create space for it. Don't crowd that space with anxiety, frustration, angst about what you don't have. The more anxious about what you don't have, the further you push away what you don't have and what you want. Put it on the sidelines. If you have a tendency to obsess on it, if you have a tendency to constantly think about it in an obsessive way, well, I want this, but I don't have it. I want this, but I don't have it. I want this, but I don't have it. Then you're the kind of person that really just needs to let it go. Just absolutely don't even think about it. See, that's where the difference is in some people. Some people can manage themselves, and they can say, well, I want this, but I'm just going to let it go. Oh, yeah, it would be nice to have this. Oh, I can visualize ourselves walking on the beach. I can do this. I can see what I'm going to do. But you're not obsessing. You're, you're maintaining a high vibrational attitude about it. So it is different. So if you're the obsessive kind of person and the controlling kind of person, you just need to completely let it go. You need to turn it over. Okay. Source, God, Spirit, bring me this. And then you let it go. Just let it go and get out of the way. 
Open that space up. Open that space up. But open up your life to it. Open up your life to be able to do that. Now, if, you, if you're trying to manifest money for a trip, maybe you know, get the brochure on the brochures and where you want to go and visualize yourself doing that. Get an idea of where you want to go. Now, the trip may come in some other way. It's not, the money, the, the opportunity to do what you, you want to do is not always about money, but remember that. If you want something, the new car may come some other way or the car that you make or whatever it is. So be open. Be open to what you're being led to to resolve that particular problem. Now, we talk about this all the time. So be in solution mode. Solution mode is putting the problem to the side and living your life, enjoying your life, having some fun, doing things you love to do. And take that problem because when you think about that problem and if you're thinking about that problem and you get a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of just I don't know if it's ever going to happen, kind of like angst about the problem. If you get a little bit of that, then you need to let it go. You just need to move away from that problem. If you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling kind of whatever it is about your problem, let it go. Turn it over. Move to something that feels good. Move, always moving into things that feel good in your life. Move into appreciation of all the good things that you do want. George had a quote today that's basically saying, if you show appreciation for a little, you're going to get a lot to appreciate. So appreciation is one of those keys. Appreciating the little things in your life. Appreciating what it feels like to have what you want. If it's a new job, what does it feel like to have this new job? What is, what is it all about this new job? What do you want to do? What does it feel like? Or how do you visualize it? And if you need to, just write it out a little bit. But once you get a little angst, once you get a little anxiety, once you get a little, ooh, that feeling, oh, I don't have it, oh, I wish I had it, oh, that that, that thing about whatever that is, then you need to let it go and turn it over. You need to get out of the way because you've, you've blocked the space. All your anxiety and all your frustration and all your fears about what you want, when, when you start to bring those up, and really start to bring those up. You've you've blocked the space from the universe, God, source, for bringing that to you. So as soon as you start to get that little bit of just a little bit of that anxiety, a little bit of that, what well, that I'm not sure if that's ever going to happen to me. I'm not sure. Oh, that, that then you need to let it go. And then you can go into appreciation. You can go into doing things that you love to do. You can start enjoying life and other aspects of your life. Letting that go. Waiting for... See, the solution mode is being open to solution. Solution mode is not necessarily the answer yet. But solution mode is being open to the answer. Being Allow the answer to come to you. George talks to people all the time and they want certain things in their lives and they, they're asking for it. But as we listen to him, as he's talking to these people and the energy that we get off of these people is all frustration, all anxiety, all fear, all low vibrational energies are coming off of people when they speak about the topic. Well, that closes off, that blocks, that automatically blocks what you want. You, you suddenly have moved out of solution mode into problem mode. 
So if you're going to talk about something that you want, talk about it in a beautiful, loving tone. It's like, oh, wow, this is what I, oh, this new job I'm going to get. It's just amazing. It's incredible. It's just, it just, it's so wonderful. I just feel so good to be in this new job. I can just see myself there. Oh, I can just describe it to you in writing what it's going to, this beautiful job. Or this relationship. Oh, this relationship feels so good. Oh, it's amazing to be in this relationship. It feels so good to be in this relationship. You don't have it, but you put yourself into solution, feeling, visualizing mode about it. And then you just let it go. You put it out to the universe. Okay, this is what it feels like. I want to feel more of this. I want to take this illusionary feeling about this and put it into reality. That's what you're saying. That's what you're telling the universe. Oh, this feels so good. I just want to continue this feeling, but I want to feel it in the physical world. So feel good about what you're looking for. You don't have to obsess on it. You don't have to continually ask for it. If you really have trust that there's something outside of your physicality, your human experience, that can manifest these things into your life, then you need to let it go. So our warning to you, warning, maybe that's not the best word we could use, but our thought for you on this topic is this, the main point we're going to make is create space for it. And if you're a controlling, obsessive person, that's even more, more important for you to leave space for it and completely get off the topic, completely let it go once you've asked for it, completely just let it go. And just get about your life and do other things. And don't let this topic come into your mindset, especially when you start to obsess on it. And, oh, I feel so anxious about it. I really just miss having this and I miss this job and I miss this and I miss that. No, stop. You've just blocked yourself by doing that. No, no, no. Open up, open up. Open up your consciousness. Move into something that feels good. We've heard you the first time. Spirit has heard you the first time. But what you do is you block the energy, the flow, by your anxiety, by your fears, by your frustrations, but all those things that are related to the topics that you're looking for and trying to manifest. Some people can just visualize it, feel good about it. This feels so good. Oh, I can just I can just touch it, taste it, feel it. I just know it's there. And then just let it go. Some people can't. Some people, when they think about a topic, they get all frustrated. They get anxious. Then that's really important for that person just to let it go. Turn it over and get out of the way. If you can't feel good about the topic, if it doesn't feel beautiful, wonderful, amazing, you can't visualize it. When you visualize it, you just glow. Your body just lights up when you visualize it. If you can't go through that process, then you need to let it go. That's our thoughts for you. So people are different. Your, your, your individual way you look at the world is different. So it, looking at your belief systems is really important. If your belief system is contrary to what you want, then you need to look at your belief system. But you can put your belief systems on the sideline. You can put them away. You don't have to deal with them. If you want something, you don't have to bring up your belief systems on the topic. You can just get about your life. Enjoy what you do. Have some fun. And you'll still manifest it. But if you bring those old beliefs in on it, you just close it off and block it. 
So that's our point for you today. Think about that. Think about all of this. Next time you're asking to create something in your life or to manifest, where is your energy field? How do you feel about it? When you bring up the topic, are you obsessive? Are you frustrated? Are you anxious? Are you overly concerned about it? Or are you feeling really good about the topic? Does it feel really good? Wow, this feels wonderful. Think about it. Look at it. You know what to do. We've explained what to do. So enjoy it. Thank you for listening. Bye. Oh, okay. I'll be back in a second. I will be back. No, I'm here, but I have to get back into my consciousness because they went on and on about that topic. I knew they were going to kind of talk about that because I think it's really important. They kind of emphasize that a lot lately is creating space. Creating space. Okay, so what are we going to do next? Oh, we're going to talk about manifesting some more. How fun is that, huh? We talk about manifesting what you want in your life and some articles on it. And then we'll talk a little bit about your health. Let's see how much time I have left to do this. Oh, 20. Oh, half the show. Okay, cool. So let's let's couple articles. Um, okay, let's let's do this. Now, they're kind of re- repetitious a little bit. This is 10 Easy Steps. Katie Morton in HuffPost on 10 Easy Steps to Making Your Dreams Come True. Come. And, and, and so let me go through her article a little bit real quick. About a year ago, I was walking, waking up waking up before dark every morning. I had, set, I had a set of rituals that I knew would put me on the course to the life of my dreams. The only problem was this was a big one. I was chasing the wrong dream. At the time, I was working being a life coach and was thinking that I could write novels once I retired. I actually wrote to, this, to a friend in an email a year ago that I would write novels when I retire. And not long after that, my coaching business spiraled the drain. Ooh, that doesn't sound good, right? So where was the focus, right? Where was the focus? Although I didn't appreciate it at the time, my prayers were being answered. The universe always has our back. So, isn't that kind of like the expression is, oh, I'm going to to start writing when I get a little bit. Okay, let's let's start writing. You need the space and time to write, right? (laughs) Oh, uh uh-oh, uh-oh. Cue the sound of a needle scratching a record. Is there anything you tell yourself you do more than do when you retire, more of when you retire? If so, there's a big chance you should be making more time for it now. Well, when I retire, I'm going to sail to Tahiti. Well, maybe, you know, that bus will get you first, right? You'll get hit by that bus before you get there, and you'll never get to Tahiti. You obsess on Tahiti. You think about Tahiti. Okay. Maybe you need to go now. That's what she's saying, basically, or whatever it is, right? There's no final resting place during the life when you're free to prance through a meadow. It's an imperative to make sure to have fun now. So we live in the now. There is no future. There is no past. We live now. We live now, right? I mean, the past trickles into our lives, and we remember the past. If you've ever had one of those mornings, you go, oh, memories, memories. But the future is what you create, right? 
So you have fun now. Along the way, or we waste the whole shooting match on boring obligations. So here are 10 easy steps to make your dreams come true. And, and, and her key point is today. Today. Okay? Not next week, next month. If it's really important, you'll do it now is basically what she's saying. What do you think? Is that right or wrong? If it's really important, why are you postponing it? If it's your prime directive, to borrow from Star Trek, um, are you doing it now? What's your dream? Point number one. This is honestly the, the, the trickiest step. We contemplate the heck out of it. We think, what's my life purpose? Mm, right? And then we break out into a cold sweat. Start with the easy stuff. What feels good to you? Remember Spirit was saying what feels good to you? It's about a feeling, right? You don't need to decide everything right this instant, but just start collecting ideas for your life that makes you feel excited. Isn't that the cool thing about it? You think about what do I want to do? What turns you on? What gets you excited when you think about doing it? Oh, you just get so caught up into it. just feels so good, right? Right? So write some of these things down. Just keep a simple record of your life, your dream for your life, what your dream for your life is. Close your eyes and see what pictures emerge. Now, there's, here's the visualization part. So some people will get a feeling about it. Some people will visualize it. And some people will write about it, journal on it, right? Different, different kinesthetic, visual, auditory. Close your eyes and what pictures Emerge images that come to your mind are sunny nature scenes. Also, like the idea of someone wrapped in a cozy sweater and sipping coffee while they're smiled at a laptop. Or maybe you're the kind of well. Let me keep going. I'm a writer, and so now committed to writing every day. So one day I will own a beach house. That's about it. So what do you visualize? You visualize in your mountains somewhere on a lake. Do you visualize yourself on a sailboat? Do you visualize yourself on a stock exchange? Do you visualize yourself? What is it? When you close your eyes, what do you visualize yourself doing? Now, give yourself some time. Relax. Don't get anxious about it. Don't get up. <gasps> okay. So decide and believe. Many of us will pick a delicious dream for ourselves and immediately start pecking furiously at the edges of the list of ways it can't, won't, and shouldn't work out for us. Stop that. That's what she's saying. Stop it. Stop it. We're our own worst critics, aren't we? If there's a word for both deciding and believing one fell swoop, the word would be commitment. So you commit to your dream, right? You have to commit to your dream. But don't but just put it in a box, close the lid, and never let see the never let it see the light of day. Now that's not spirit was telling you to do. You got an idea, you want to do this, yeah, let the space open for it. That's what she's saying. So, but but again, it depends. And she says you have to take it out and fondle it. Everybody, take it out, play with it, and see how. Give it some air. Decision plus belief equals commitment. If it doesn't feel good, put it back in the box. That's my point. If it doesn't feel good, okay. Decide what you want to dream to happen for real. Believe it, and it can happen for real. This is the magic sauce that can help propel your dream into reality. If you don't decide and believe and therefore commit well, as Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or you can't or you think you can't, you're right. So it's a belief system, isn't it? So when you visualize it, when you start to write about it a little bit, when you start to 
starts to feel really good, this whole thing that you want. And, and you just, yeah, it just, uh, it's amazing what you want. But as soon as, well, well, let me get into our next point. This next step isn't a one-time event. It's probably something you're going to have to over and over. Every notice you're stuck and you stop moving forward. We dispute, we disguise fear under under the logics of all the time. I don't have the time to go after my dream. I need to make money. See, these are old belief systems. She calls them fears, but they're belief systems, right? Yeah, oh, I don't have the money. I'm too young. I'm too old. I'm too ugly. I'm too this. I'm too that. You got to let it go. You got to release that. See, you're not trusting in the universe. You're trusting in, what are you trusting? Your ego. Ooh, ego. So release fear. Release beliefs that are holding you back. Take action. You get to do something. Well, I don't, I'll skip the take action thing. Because you know, if you don't know what to do, you're never going to take action. So let the universe bring you in action, right? Oh, next point's really good. Love yourself. It's easy to lose the plot and the fa- fantasy of daily living. Just slow down, pump the brakes, relax, listen, take quiet time alone every day. Any Again, every morning if you need to, reflect, read, write. So that's just creating space. By loving yourself, you're creating space for the universe to bring you what you want. Okay? Got it? Love yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Don't get all anxious and want to control the situation with something you can't control. Next point is really good. Use others' success as inspiration. When you notice someone more fortunate, practice saying to yourself, you know what, I want that too. I'm going to figure out how to make it happen. Or I'm going to focus on making it happen. I'm going to turn it over to the universe to make it happen. See, jealousy is a block. Or envy is a block. That sort of thing will will, will block you, will, will shrink the opportunities down. If you see somebody having something, oh, he, he, he's making lots of money or she's making lots of money, and, and then you get all envious and jealous of them, and you should congratulate him. You should be grateful that they're making money because they're setting you an example of how you can make money. If they can do it, you can do it, right? If they can do it, you can do it. So it's an inspiration. It's not a negative thing. You can't get into that idea, well, there's just not enough money. That's the only job out there like that. No. It's it's celebrating other people's money. Let me give you an example here. They have a couple examples. Um, I saw a, a Facebook commitment the other day that basically said all rich people are thieving, greedy, liars, and all that poor people are generous and would give you the shirt off their backs. Nonsense. Nonsense. That's a waste of breath right there. Bill Gates has donated $26 billion to causes. Wow. I'd rather imagine that all the good Bill's money is doing out there is the wor- in the world is than to have one, I'd rather have what Bill is doing to the world than have one second to consider accepting the smelly shirt of some guy's back. So when you see people a lot of money, maybe you should think in terms of they're doing a lot of good. They can do a lot of good. No, there are bad. There are people out there who are greedy and and don't give and and, and hoard things. And, and they're, you know, you can say, well, good for you, and you know, I hope this works for you. But I want to celebrate people that are very generous. And there are a lot of great, 
very wealthy people that are very generous with their money. I think of Richard Branston as one. There's a group of billionaires who have um, pledged that all of their money, before they pass on into the next world, right, they're going to give all their money to charity and help other people. And a lot of billionaires have made that pledge. So that's a really cool thing. Um, okay, next point. I don't think I'm going to get through all these today, but that's fun. I'm having fun, and I hope you're having fun. Just, just thoughts. If you want to manifest, think about these things. View mistakes as lessons, not as an excuse to give up, okay? Okay, let me read her statement on this. This happened to me last year when my coaching business took a nosedive. I panicked, and then I gave up. That was fine because I realized that coaching wasn't my dream after all. When things don't go well, I didn't think, oh, just a bump in the road. Let me fix this. Instead, I thought about all the hours and days I've spent on administrative junk, the web pages I developed, the excruciating task of writing sales copy, and the PDFs that I've created. And I realized this wasn't my dream. I hated that stuff. I just like writing. So it's a lesson. I don't like this stuff. I'd rather be doing this, right? I didn't learn that lesson right away. Instead, I spent lots of time saying, woe is me, and panicking about money, and panicking about finding work, and blah, 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 right? That's what she's saying. I panicked. It took me very long to simply view my mistakes as lessons. Mistakes are lessons. That's all they are. Missing the mark is just a lesson to do it better next time. Or change directions. You can't bang your head against the wall trying to do the same thing over and over again to be successful, right? Oops, that's a good one. i got to think about that one myself. Beat my head against the wall to do the same thing over and over again to get success, right? And then her next point, and we're almost – you know what? I'm going to move on to another article. It's on the same topic. I just want to shift gears a little bit because this other article, I don't have time for everything today. I probably won't get into the diet one, which I probably would love to do. Maybe on Friday, because I'll be back on Friday. We'll talk a little bit more about health and diet and food and all that fun stuff, because that's my other major topic. But let me get into this other article, and it's from uh, MBG Mind Mindfulness. Mindfulness. Sonia Simpson is the author. But I'm just going to go through his points, and I'm not going to read all her little write-up on this. It's about nine habits to manifest your dreams using the law of attraction. That's what we're talking about, right? Note what you focus on. Note what you focus on. Start by paying attention to what you focus on. Do you pay attention to what's going right or what's going wrong? Ooh, that's a good one, right? What are you focusing on? The good stuff or the bad stuff? Oh, woe is me kind of stuff. Or, hey, this is really cool. I like this. When you're working on manifesting your dreams, obstacles and challenges will arise. But when you focus on what's right, you become an incredible problem solver, which builds confidence. So, you know, in, in other words, when you're focusing on things that you get from the universe that show you and point you in the you get those arrows that point you in the direction you need to be going to get do you focus on that or you focus on out in the bushes somewhere oh where was me kind of stuff right 
you know, the more obstacles you focus on, the more obstacles you get. I like that one. The more obstacles you focus on, the more obstacles you'll get. Uh, she said, keep a worry list. Since the brain is Velcro for negative experiences, it's natural that we worry so much. It's just the brain's tendencies. Keep a worry list for two weeks. The minute you start to worry, write it down. This, this not only helps release the heavy energy that also keeps us stuck, but at the end of the two weeks, you can notice none of the worries were warranted. Ooh, isn't that cool? None of the you know, things you worry about today, like not even two weeks, a year, two years. Really, if you looked at your list like from six years ago and you worry list and you go, yeah, well, what did I they worry about that stuff for, right? So your brain will pr- will have proof that worry is a waste of your energy. Worry is a waste of your energy. Okay, where, where, what time is it? What do we got left here? Oh, I have a caller. Well, I'll be a blue-nosed gopher. <laughs> well, we're, yeah, because I'm, I get all caught up in this manifesting thing and so and how to manifest and, and how to get with your dreams and so I'm having fun with that. So let me take a caller, see if we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> yeah. And how to. This is about a how to, not about when to. When to? That's like a lean tent. When to? Okay, never mind. That's a bad joke. Okay, 630 area code. Hello? Hi. 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 I'm sorry I missed your show. I've been trying to find you. <laughs> you find told me to me? call oh. you back today. <laughs> and whom, whom am I speaking to? It's Dion. Dion. So what's going on, Dion? Well, um... You told me to call Dion you back the, today. <laughs> I, I don't remember that. Oh. I have to be honest with Dion and the Belmonts. Remember? No, you, you're too young. You would never know who Dion and the Belmonts were. But. No, I do know who that is. Yeah. So what's I going on? What's going on? Well, um, I don't know. <laughs> I talked to you a couple of times. You told me, you know, um to call you back today that I was supposed to be manifesting my husband. But um So why aren't you? Why aren't you? What's blocking you? No, I am. I am. I just don't know. I guess I'm just checking in. Am I doing any better or Are you doing any better in manifesting? Uh okay, how do you feel about it? Let me let me I'm gonna reverse that question on you. How do you feel about it? I feel like I can practice the law of attraction all I want, but whatever is meant to be is going to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get up every day with a good, positive attitude, but still, um, you know, everybody has free will. Okay, well, let me 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 stop you right there, because my spirit guides talked earlier about this whole topic, and I'm going to give you a little bit what they said on this whole idea of manifesting. Because they said that there are certain types of people that that can manifest in different ways. Some people people can feel really good about what they want. They can visualize it, they can smell it, they can taste it, they know exactly what it is, and every time they think about it, they just get, oh, wow, this is so good, I know it's going to happen really soon, and they're high energy and high vibrational, they've created this space for it there are some people who worry about what they want and they put it out there and then they go oh it's not happening to me now i don't know what's going on with me oh what's wrong with me and spirit said 
if you're the kind of person that has to think about it, and every time you think about the topic that you want, you get a little bit of anxious, a little bit of fear, a little anxiety, you let it go. You just move away from it. You put it on the shelf. You don't even think about it anymore. You just you turn it over and let it go, and you go find something else that feels good. So I don't know which one you are, but think about that. Think about if it's every time you think about whatever you're trying to manage, if you said a husband or a boyfriend or something, if you start thinking about a boyfriend, you go, oh, it's not happening to me. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just frustrated with it. Then you're the kind of person that should stop thinking about it completely. Just give it to God for the universe and say, okay, I mean, you could take care of it. I'm going to get out there. I'm going to go play. I'm going to go have some fun. I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm just going to do something that I love to do, whether it's build a cars, knitting, my job, playing with kids, whatever it is you love to do, uh, watching movies, whatever you love to do. But every time that topic of the boyfriend or the husband comes up and you get a little anxiety, you let it go. You get, you got to create space for it. Spirit says you have to create space for it because anxiety, fear, and all those energies block the space, just shut you down right there. And you don't allow it to come in. I don't worry about the boyfriend situation actually at all. Like I'm just like, so, you know, whatever is meant to be is going to be. And I just keep, I do. Well, practice no, no, keeping let, me, that let, me, let me, let me, let me, let me stop you right there. It's not what it's meant to be. It's what you want. It's what you want. The universe is going to respond to your wants. What do you want? What do you want? I like the article I read. What do you want? What do you want? It's not what's I meant want to, to move home. What do you want? You, you want to move home? I guess I'm not worried about the man situation as much as I am about my housing situation. So okay, well then you. I don't that, worry that, about that. Does that bring anxiety and fear and frustration to you when you think about housing? Yes, it does. Okay, then you got to let that go. You turn it over, okay? Then you wait for synchronicity, wait for the universe to give you guidance on where to go there, and you just get out of the way. You, you stop, stop thinking about it. Stop ang- ang- being anxious about it. Now, that's not easy. I understand, but it takes practice. Practice, practice, practice. But any time it comes up, those, those negative thoughts about your situation, like Edgar Tolley said, you just say, stop. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about something positive. I want to think about something good in my life. I want to think about the fact that I can still breathe. Whatever it is, just start appreciating things in your life, the little things in your life. It'll happen once you get out of the way of it. Once you move away from the problem and get into solution mode is what they said. So think about that. I'm going to let you go because I'm just running out of time Thank here. Thank you. Okay, You're thank welcome. you. You're welcome. Bye. See, that's that's a classic example. I mean, and I'm not trying to pick on this lady at all, and I don't mean to do that. And but that's a classic example. If your number one concern in your life is something, then you let it go. You've turned it over. It's like you've created trust with the universe, God, Source, whatever you call it. You've created trust. You, you trust them. You trust that there's a power greater than yourself can then manifest that in your life, whatever it is, housing situation, boyfriend, new job, and then you get out of the way. And that's hard. I know it is. I, I'm guilty of it as much as anybody of not doing it properly at times. I get it. And every time I talk about it, it just reminds me, George, you've got to get out of the way. You've got to stop thinking about these things. You, you stop God, ex, being anxious about it yourself. 
you know, I should start, I should listen to my spirit guides all the time about this, but so it, it really is. And, and they, they emphasize creating space for it, creating space for that in your life, whatever it is, create space for it. And, and don't fill that space with anxiety, fears, and, you know, angst and all those energies that just block, 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 block. Okay, I had fun today. I've got about a minute left. So if I can help you further, my in my ep- episode information is there. You can contact me. The price is there. And I'd love to channel for you. That's what I'd rather do is have them talk to you, my spirit guides. I go away. I go into the background, and they talk to you directly. They can be... They're very loving, very kind, very gentle, but they're also to the point. They're direct, and they will explain to you what maybe you need to do to create your situation and to manifest your situation. Then they'll help you do it. They will because they're connected to source, more, you know, more so than we are, right? So I'll be back on Friday. I'm usually doing this show on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday unless something weird happens with my schedule, but I kind of like those days. I might go back to an hour, but I, 45 minutes is really comfortable for me. So I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. I have no idea what we're going to talk about on Friday. We'll probably go off on a different topic completely. But have a beautiful evening. Love yourselves. Please love yourselves. Bye.